podcast. If you're not listening to podcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the podcast. Sit down and enjoy a pint. Welcome to the Big Lebowski episode of the podcast. Allison, Rod, and Patrick join me to break down this absolutely hilarious movie from 1998. This is the fourth movie that we've tackled on the podcast from my list of my six favorite movies of all time. They are The Godfather, The Godfather Part 2, Goodfellas, The Big Lebowski, Snatch, and Casino Royale. So uh, maybe sometime we'll tackle The Godfather 1 and 2, but until then, these are my top uh, four movies that we've done so far. Anyway, The Big Lebowski is an absolute masterpiece from the Coen brothers, coming on the heels of their other classic film of the 1990s, Fargo, in 1996. Uh, Throughout this episode, the four of us just rave about how much we love this movie, uh, and in particular the dialogue and the pitch-perfect performances. The recasturbate segment forced us to make some difficult choices, but in the end, our creativity was on display and making for some laughs and some uh, uh, uncomfortable silences. Make sure you check out the part where we discuss our favorite scenes and quotes uh, around the one-hour mark. It gets crazy. So grab the vodka, Kahlua, and half and half and pour yourself a Caucasian as we break down the Big Lebowski. Wait, wait, let me me explain something to you. Um, I am not Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. You know, uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Are you employed, Mr. Lebowski? Employed? Do you like sex, Mr. Lebowski? Is this your only ID? You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude. Your name's Lebowski, Lebowski. Lebowski, the other Lebowski, the millionaire. I received this ransom note this morning. This is the bummer, man. They want you to take the money and act his courier. What the hell is this? My dirty undies, dude. The whites. Let's take that hell. Why should we settle for 20 grand when we can keep the entire million? I know you're mixed up in all this. Playing one side against the other in bed with everybody. Blow them. Huh? Fabulous stuff. What? Who's sitting on a million dollars? We want some money. Ah, sitting in the trunk of our car. Where's my damn money? Say, dude, where is your car? Who's got your undies, Walter? This is a very complicated case, Maude. You know, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Is this your homework, Larry? And I would like my undies back. A lot of uh, strands to keep in my head, man. Oh. Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, huh? I like your style, dude. I have no choice but to tell these bums to do whatever is necessary to recover their money from you. They were Nazis, dude? They were nihilists, man. They kept saying they believed in nothing. You know, uh, a deadbeat. Well, aren't you? Well, yeah. You cannot drag this negative energy into the tournament. Jeffrey. Bond? Love me. Uh, that's my robe. I'm throwing rocks tonight. It don't matter to Jesus. <laughs> this could be a, a, a lot more... Uh, complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know, 
All right. Big Lebowski, 1998. This is our second straight movie from this year. I think we have to change that in the future. Cool. It's a problem. All right. Uh, the no-nonsense plot. Jeff the Dude Lebowski, mistaken for a millionaire of the same name, seeks restitution for his ruined rug and enlists his bowling buddies to help get it. That's one of my favorite is, ones so far. I was going to say, that is not bare bones. That is poetic. Yeah, that's a, uh, a well-written, no-nonsense plot. It is tight. It's got every keyword. <laughs> like, that would hit the uh, SEO optimization <laughs> with that one. <laughs> we would appear first on the Google search results page. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Check, check, check. Uh, Okay, overall reaction to the movie. Where were you? When did you see it? What impact did it have? All that sort of stuff. Uh, we, I know Alice and I, did not see it in the theater. We were late to this. Uh, we saw it definitely on video in our place uh, in Wrigleyville. Okay. Right? I don't, I don't recall seeing it in the theater to argue that point. Because so. I remember... Uh, Best boyfriend at the time, Paul, saying, talking about this movie. I think it was him. Somebody was talking about it. And we hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. And then we, we rented it. I don't know. Whatever. Like blockbuster card. <laughs> yeah. VHS or whatever it was. Uh, saw it and we were blown away by it. Yeah. And we couldn't stop talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe a year later. Gentlemen, where'd you see it? Do you remember? I can't remember. I, I, I don't think I was in the theater either. I do remember, um, and I had a lot of flashbacks. I do remember watching parts of this movie repeatedly just because I would fall asleep. (laughs) Because it would be like I'd come home from the bars or whatever, and I'm like, oh, it was like the DVD I had. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like a lot of repeated viewings, but I I can't pinpoint the first time I saw it. I do think it was at someone's house, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It, it, it was like for Brent, I don't Rob, I don't know how old you are, but like he's our age. He's okay. Perfect. So it was like college around college. I don't remember seeing a lot of movies in the theater around yeah. college. Yeah. Yeah. I remember dorm rooms, apartments. Yeah. Weird pass out sessions, <laughs> whatever that entails. And, and I don't, I don't know like this Shawshank. I don't remember seeing it in a movie theater. Right. I just, Remember seeing it a, a lot. Yeah, I remember being poor, and so like you couldn't go to every movie when it came out. <laughs> yeah. So like you had to like pick which ones you were going to go to, and I don't think this one would have made the cut now, initially. This movie just sort of uh, developed in our consciousness somehow. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I don't remember seeing it, but it definitely happened somehow, and we were way into it from the first viewing. Yeah, but it was not a big it was not a big hit. It was not a giant hit. Um. So I wrote down a bunch of notes while we were watching it last night. Okay. First thing I wrote down is the dialogue in this movie is flawless. <laughs> Top to bottom, word perfect. I saw something, and I didn't want to go too deep into the trivia, but I saw that there was very little improv in this. Yeah. Like, only just a cu- one or two lines. Like, every dude, every man, every fuck was yeah. scripted. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, which, uh, I saw the same thing, Al, but which I think, to what you said earlier, Brendan, it, it makes the dialogue even insane. Yeah. Um, it's insane. It, it's insane, but it's intentional. And there's like a certain 
definite cadence to, you know, how they're speaking. So you kind of get the sense that it's not improv as much, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't believe they both had the idea and then the ability to write the, the dialogue. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Especially since like Donnie and others are never actually talking to anyone or each other. I know. Background. It's, uh, it's a lot of non sequiturs and like everybody's having independent conversations or independent thoughts. No, there is very little talking amongst one another like except like the dude and walter like those are the only two that actually have a somewhat of a conversation yeah everything else is non sequiturs i mean uh it's it's half dialogue but the performances are so spot on and they nail that sort of conversational tone with the, the dialogue it's great um i wrote this down too is any movie more connected to a specific cocktail than this movie <laughs> Russian? no not even james bond i mean james bond had to make right. 20 films to connect to the martini right i wrote james bond vodka martini and then i wrote maybe sex in the city and manhattans no oh cosmopolitan yeah yeah no mess that up no i don't know that show very well but well, <laughs> I will tell you, it led me to a really unfortunate family Thanksgiving one year where I uh, took down a whole container of half and half oh, as, I, as I was drinking the trendy uh, white Russian. Oh, my gosh. That's so much that's calories on top of Thanksgiving. That's a lot oh, of half and half. It was half. great. It was oh, great. How are How is your GI tract after that? Like? <laughs> uh, it was... Yeah, both the emotional damage from the that's from what the, I was the, say. the the intake and, and the physical was forget about the GI. What about the manifest the family yeah. tree? Oh God! Uh, the dude drinks nine white Russians during the course of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, but he drops one of them at Jackie Treehorn's mansion, or it would have been ten. Hmm. Oh, so that one doesn't count doesn't because count. he took one sip of from from it. I think he gets it refilled and never has a sip of the second one. Oh. Because he's drugged? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was the Mickey in the first one? I guess yeah. and I did just say Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like a, a, a what is it, a, like a gumshoe type of a movie or a f- film noir almost? Yeah, it's so interesting. I want to say like the first few times I watched it, I just, I got so caught up in kind of the the comedy of yeah. it that it took a while for me to really pay attention to the actual mystery that's unfolding and all of the different kind of distracted um, clues or whatever to eventually get to what it was. And the more I watch it, I'm like, Oh, this is actually like, it's like a mystery. And I kind of missed that because I guess probably the first 10 times I watched it, I had 10 beers throughout the The, course of the movie. (laughs) Uh, They they say something like, uh, you know, people are are not going to follow this plot the first time and that's okay because the plot doesn't matter so much right. this movie is fun without the plot it's right. perfectly fine right so that well i mean and they do say they did model to a certain respect on like the raymond chandler detective yeah. story um but it, it's kind of similar to what we talked about i think even with um, something as nutty as, as uh, Ace Ventura, <laughs> there, there has to be a through line story, right? And um, this one does get better, Allison, like you said, because totally. you're uh, just caught up on the gags the first 50 times right. you watch the movie, you know? <laughs> totally. 
So uh, we just did the box office for 98. I'll run through it real quickly. Uh, I say we just did as if everybody's listening to all this stuff sequentially, you know, in real time. But um, the top 10 in 98, it includes some whole, some carryovers from 97. Like, for example, Titanic is number one, but that came out in late 97, but all the money came in 98. So whatever. One through 10 box office was Titanic, 488 million. Armageddon, uh, Saving Private Ryan, There's Something About Mary, The Waterboy, Dr. Doolittle. Uh, yeah. Deep Impact, Godzilla, Rush Hour, and Goodwill Hunting at number 10 in 133 million. Big Lebowski is nowhere to be seen. Uh, 17.4 million. That's it? That's it. What number was it? Uh, I lost track. It's so far. Wow. It was nothing. Yeah. yeah. What What did it cost to make it? it? The budget was 15 and it made 17. So broke even barely. Wow. I love that Armageddon and Deep Impact, same year. <laughs> yeah. Same exact yep. movie. Just like Bugs Life and Ants. Yeah, totally. Just like Wyatt Earp and Tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy how that happens. Yeah. Um, okay. I need an asteroid picture. Set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see that asteroid picture? Just, let's just do that in about yeah. six months. Great. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. This one's interesting. So. This one. Uh, yeah. Okay. So $17 million box 17 office. $17 million box office. Wow. But the people who saw it may have liked it. Right. So no, knows? I understand. Uh, okay. Al, what do you think the critics oh, gave? Critics? Lebowski? Critics are first. They are today. All right. I want to say that critics will have liked it, but it's not going to crack 90%. I'm going to say 88%. 88. Uh, Rob? You know, the thing that just like it's cult status, you know, how it's kind of grown over time. I saw a couple instances where reviewers went back and said, you know what? I was wrong the first time. This is a much better movie. Roger Ebert did that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I feel like they maybe missed it at the time. And I don't know how recent the, the, you know, reviews would be. So I I think it's going to be, I would say around 80. I'll say 80. 80. Patrick. You know what? I'll, I'll be a little bit of a prick. And uh, I mean, this is critics, right? So I'll say 85. I'll split oh. the difference, right? 84, 85. Sorry. He prices right in. You guys right out of that. I price that. <laughs> the critics gave Big Lebowski 83. Mm. So you're all right on it, pretty much. Uh, now the audience. Patrick. Audience score for the Big Lebowski. Oh, my gosh. Not a huge hit, but... Who knows if they liked it or not? Let's I mean, it's it spawned religions, like <laughs> a literal, yeah, literally, yeah. So I mean, but but again, it's in what window did that occur? You know? Yeah, that all uh, happened in in DVD runs and uh, yeah, cable, yeah, cable runs and whatever. I I, I still gotta think it's higher, obviously, than the critics. I think so. I, Give us a number, Rob. I'm going to say 89. You're Mr. Confident. Al? Um, I'm going to say 85. 
Patrick? I have written down, I, I put 91, just to, Oof. yeah. Is that, is that a question? No, I think, no, I think that's no, probably I, correct. The audience no, I, I'm feeling bad. gave the Big Lebowski a 93. Woo. Oh, nice. See? Yeah. Wow. 10 points. That's a very aware yeah. group of people at that time. <laughs> well, and, and, and you know, the thing that I didn't factor in, which I'm very upset with myself about, um, the Coens had reached yeah. like must watch status at that point, you know? So they, you know, they're likely to get that critical view of, but must Although, watch through blockbuster. Yeah. Like nobody went to the theater. They were must watch for a grand total of $17 million. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I know. But I think it's just like all of us, like if you, I, I'm sure if you saw it in well, the theater, it, was great because yeah. it's funny no matter I mean, what. But. We can do this with a hundred movies, but I don't know what Shawshank got, but it's way more popular after it left theaters than it is yeah. during theaters, yeah. right? Okay. Because, I mean, you got to... Th- so how do you run a trailer on I'm, a network yeah, really. for this movie? <laughs> like, I mean, it has to be so chopped up. To that end, Buck uh, is said... I saw various numbers, but between 260 and 290 times in yeah. this movie. Uh, for uh, context, Goodfellas is about 300 times, and The Wolf of Wall Street is 569 times. Dear Lord. <laughs> Essentially, all the movies that were above, say, Goodfellas uh, are all in the past 20 years. Yeah. Like, it was upping the ante nonstop. So it makes you, like... I'm sure they couldn't advertise it well enough to get people to go. No. I think a lot of it was like, come see the Coen brothers next film. Yeah, right? it has to be. It was, because I mean, Jeff Bridges and the cast is not, you know, B team. No, the cast uh, was great then even, but they don't really open movies that are, I mean, Jeff Bridges being the one exception, I guess. But Yeah. But it, it's still a movie time? that I can't imagine my parents go, like, no, Hey, you guys got to see this. They'd be like, what is this? What? Yeah. They wouldn't even call it crap or garbage. They'd be like, I don't know what I'm watching. Yeah. You, you can't quite convey the character of the dude and Walter. Oh, Walter, you probably can, but uh, the dude in a 30 second TV spot. No way. Yeah. Uh, so fuck is said almost 300 times. Uh, the dude says man 147 times. <laughs> That's great, man. Uh, the word dude is used 160 times. That's good. That's that's a lot. I mean, half your screenplay is just done right there. Yeah. Fuck, dude, and man. <laughs> All right. We're, we're on page you four already. You throw a white Russian or a Caucasian in there. And you're- yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, the dude is in every single scene from what I wow. have read. Including the one where the nihilists are ordering pancakes in the IHOP or Denny's or whatever. Uh, apparently, and I did look and check, uh, you can see Walter's van parked in a far parking lot across the street. So presumably the dude and Walter are in the van. Or is it, uh, or is that where they're having coffee? But he's, they're not in the, in the scene, I'm saying. Oh. Yeah, they're separate scenes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Th- if this research is right, and this is all 
as usual, very dubious at best, but uh, he's in every single scene. I would have liked the idea that it was like a Pulp Fiction situation. I know. I was hoping like, for that. It was like they're both in the diner at the same time. What if they were it. in that diner? That's what I'm... In the Pulp Fiction diner. Dude, that... Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, what... Do they know what bowling alley, if that's, like, where that took place? Yeah. I mean, do they... I did... I, um, I don't know. I, think, I did see that they, it was a location, and I, and I thought they said Santa Monica, but it's no longer there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was counting this while we were watching the movie. There are seven bowling alley scenes in the movie. Okay. Uh, and with the exception of the dream sequence where the dude is helping Maud uh, bowl in the fantasy sequence, uh, the dude is never seen bowling in any part of the movie. <laughs> Which that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, producer Joel Silver thought the film should end with the dude getting his rug back. But the Cohen said no. <laughs> I like the idea of him not getting I know. back. I mean, yeah, he has to abide. Yeah, yeah the dude abides. Uh, in an early draft of the script, the dude's source of income was revealed. Any, I saw that. Okay, if, if you know what it is, saw, don't uh, say it. I'll withdraw. Yeah. What do you guys think the dude's source of income was? Allison and Patrick. Yeah. Such a great question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that would be. I mean, he had papers in the briefcase. Just kidding. It's kind of like guessing uh, Kramer from Seinfeld. Like, yeah. what, uh-huh. where did he get his money, money from? from? Yeah. yeah. Well, he well he talked about writing some paper, something like that, right? Wasn't he doing? He was he, part of the Seattle Seven. And yeah, the, uh, yeah, but, yeah. It was like a political manifesto. Though, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of money in that. No. Uh, Patrick, give us your guess for the dude's source of income. How do you? I mean, money? I mean, unemployment would be <laughs> so so easy. Right. Like, there's no way it would be that uncreative. I, I can tell you, it's not that. It's it's okay. Oh, perfect. Okay. I mean. Something so specific yet simple. Oh God! Um, like, does he write? I mean, does he write for the like Santa Monica? Where does he live in the movie? He lives in like East Hollywood, right, or the Valley? You're. Uh, let me just give you a hint. You're giving the dude credit for that he would be uh, a creative. <laughs> <laughs> and be motivated to do something. Yeah. So uh, you've almost convinced me to have the dude watch my kids. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so remember, this is the laziest guy in right Southern California. Okay, so I'll say he's on like he got injured from a job, kind of, and he's just still collecting something from. I don't know. Long Beach, uh, <laughs> south of LA. Uh, I don't know, man. Was he, is he, is he, is he government? Is he city employed? <laughs> no, a city employee in Long Beach. That's on like, uh, disability. You know, like, yeah. Disability. yeah. You're yeah. definitely getting closer. Al, what do you think? Okay. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's probably something like he's, paid to watch television like he's like one of the um the, the nielsen, nielsen family yeah, yeah. nielsen family yeah. <laughs> you guys uh missed it you're in or patrick started to get into the ballpark of it uh what it says here is that 
Um, he was an heir to the inventor of the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> so his uh, his uncle or whoever uh, invented. The yeah, but like, it, but it was even you know like distant. So it was you know, it was like a, it's kind of like that um, Cusack movie of the of the novel um, where oh. The, or, or Hugh Grant, excuse me. He, he was like the nephew of the some famous Christmas songwriter. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Doubt like a ninety thousand dollar year, you know, living. My great aunt uh, invented liquid paper or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Big Lebowski's mansion can be seen in other movies, including uh, The Muppets, The Prestige, uh, Rush Hour, The Social Network, and The Dirty Dozen, among a bunch of other stuff. Oh. Hmm. Um, I love that you put them up it's that high in that sequence so uh, <laughs> that is strictly a copy and paste uh, by me <laughs> yeah. which Muppet? kudos to that writer then, yeah, so. I think it's the original Oh, the, the, the Muppet movie probably right mm-hmm. okay uh, this one I, I was trying to find this connection and it is almost true like it almost happened but it was changed uh, Bunny Lebowski yes uh, Jeffrey Lebowski's trophy wife. Her real name in the movie is Fawn Knutson or Knutson. Uh, and she was born in Moorhead, Minnesota, apparently. That's the, her little backstory. Uh, but in the script, or in a script at least, Bunny's real name was Fawn Gunderson. Oh, yeah. Oh, from she, Fargo? Yeah, from Surname Fargo, yeah. from uh, Marge in Fargo. Oh. And uh, uh, Moorhead, Minnesota is a, a twin city of Fargo, apparently. So oh. there was a connection to the Fargo thing. I thought there had to be a connection somehow because yeah. having watched five seasons of, of Fargo, the, the TV series, there's so many sort of DCU sort of or yeah, uh, like, MCU like, type yeah. connections. Oh, yeah. And it, it was even down to the, that picture that they had of Bunny in the mm-hmm. cheerleading is like the, the colors of that high yeah. school. Totally, <laughs> yeah. totally. Uh, the license plate of Bunny's red convertible spells Lapin, L-A-P-I-N, uh, the French translation of rabbit or oh. bunny. Hmm. And that is all I have for trivia, because I'm trying to keep this light, because I think we have way more to say about this movie than the stupid trivia. Unless anyone else... Well, yeah, the, no, there, there weren't a lot of like intriguing details, right? Yeah. Because it's like a well-written movie that's kind of set in like two places, really. I've got a few things about like who is almost cast or considered, but uh, nothing major. So I've got... Uh, but, but at the same time, they had worked with so many of these folks that they were writing a lot of this. Yeah. yeah. Now, the dude was one that was not as clear, but from what I could tell... Buscemi and Goodman and Elliot and, and Torturo were all like, you know, coming to the dance already in the, you know, in their mind. Yeah. Yeah. The only bit of trivia that I had um, other than the dude says man 147 times <laughs> um, was that there are only four <laughs> times that the dude speaks directly to Donnie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which he, so like he just ignores him like he's just around but never interacts with him except for four times. <laughs> One was um, phones ringing, dude. Thank well, you, Donnie. And <laughs> where are you going, dude? Calm down. I just wa- I just dude. watched it before Thank I sat down here. So that's so. two of the four. That's yeah. two of the four times that he talks to him directly. Yeah. Once is what are we talking about? And he says my rug. <laughs> so that's like towards the yeah. beginning. Yeah. 
And then um, towards the end is um, they were Nazis, dude. No, uh, no, Donnie, they were nihilists and kind of goes into the whole thing. That's the, those are the he's only four times he speaks to him Essentially a ghost in yeah. this movie. Yeah. 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 There is no looking at him. Even no. Goodman, it's almost an aside. Like, yeah. But I Shut lo- the fuck up, Donnie. Yeah, it, I love that that is the go-to line from Walter to Donnie, where then he actually like caught himself halfway through and gave like a legit, yeah. yeah and when he, he was answering what Chavez was, yeah. Um, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, so good. Um, the, the movie, I mean, it's like a swingers or a raising Arizona. It like transcends time. Like, yeah. I don't know a specific year. I'm like, was that in 97? Was it 92? Was it in 05? It's really, that's a very strong. Yeah. The only thing to me that dates it at all is the carrying of the portable phone. But that's the best part about the beeper. I know. Because you kind of feel like he would have that regard. Like that would somehow make its way to him anyway. (laughs) That's true. It doesn't matter if they're smartphones. No. He's getting a beeper because that's going to be the thing <laughs> that he would have to pay for um, or get. And uh, Jeffrey Lebowski's not going to give this guy the, an expensive uh, thing. Uh, so Rubik's Cube <laughs> money is running out. So <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not uh, a growth investment. Yeah. So the screenplay uh, I saw was written by, or at least uh, contributed to, by Jeff Bridges. John Goodman, Steve Buscemi, and Sam Elliott. Uh, it, it was Uh-oh. not written by, sorry. Uh, it was written with them in mind. Oh. Um, I was like, wow, I didn't realize Sam, Sam Elliott, Elliott was, was the, that. The giveaway right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So the Coen brothers knew who they were going to cast for most of this movie. Yeah. Um, the per- one person considered for Bunny uh, was apparently Charlize Theron. Uh, and then the, this is my favorite one. The Coens wanted for the big Lebowski. They wanted Marlon Brando. Oh, <laughs> I did. I saw. I yeah. love that one. Oh my god! Wow. Now I think they like the idea of it more than yeah. Action. No, I don't think the execution would be all that fun. Uh, yeah. Condolences. He's. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh yeah. After Apocalypse Now, I think yeah. everybody was like, yeah, or uh. Uh, the Island of Dr. Dr. Moreau. Moreau. Yeah, I think yeah. people are done with them. Um, but David Huddleston, who I know from Blazing Saddles uh, only, really, uh, is fantastic as the Big Lebowski. Oh, he's so good. He's so good in this movie. Um, he's amazing. If you've seen uh, Smoking the Bandit Part 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. And who, and who hasn't? And hey, <laughs> Come on, who you're talking to here? <laughs> That opening scene with him versus Big and Little Enos Burdett, yeah. where they're just oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, also considered for the Big Lebowski were Robert Duvall, Anthony Hopkins, Whoa. Gene Hackman, Whoa. and they settled on David Huddleston. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a choice, the right choice. Yeah. I don't especially. I mean, it, it's become. I, I don't want to jump ahead, but his his time with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, oh. it was, <laughs> they just were very reflective oh. of one another and that it was so awesome and I, I, I can't imagine a new uh, Big Lebowski yeah I'm trying to go back to my notes from the movie how do those guys know I just it's it's magical how they know ooh Duvall like, right. e- e- 
I, I, you know, I, I study like Hoosiers and I'm like, Oh, it was Gene Hackman, D- Nicholson or Duvall. It had to be Hackman, but there's no way you would have known that at the exactly. time. He's, I just don't know how they nail it. Yeah. I don't uh, Maybe it yeah, comes. Just icon- it becomes iconic, and it's just hard to think of anything else. Did they screen test him a little bit? I, who knows? But uh, I mean, that could like Royal Royal Ten Bombs. Yeah. You would have thought, oh, Wes Anderson loves Bill Murray. This will obviously yeah. be Bill Murray. But he went with Hackman. Bill Murray had like a kind of a uh, peripheral role, and it worked beautifully. Perfect. That's a great example. Uh, okay. I think we should get into Recasturbate. Better close the door. It's time to Recasturbate. I know. It's hard. I'm ne- I'm so, I've never been this nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, yeah. You can talk about iconic characters, and there certainly are, there's, you know, a lot when you get going. But the specifics. I can't even say the word around the dude and trying to even imagine it being reinterpreted is a challenge in its its own. So let me tell you the first, um, I was trying to wrap my head around this and this is how far afield I started going. Uh, It won't apply to anything we're talking. I'm not going to spoil anyone's uh, thoughts or ideas. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was famous last words, man. Well, <laughs> trust me, so I, unless you cast this from with characters from a hundred years ago. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to do a Charlie Chaplin hunk? Or uh? I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if I could sort of back cast this. Uh, could I put in Walter, Donnie, Maude, and the dude in a previous movie? Uh, could I make a connection there? And I was trying to make the Wizard of Oz work. <laughs> so, oh my God, is Walter the lion who needs courage? Is the dude Dorothy who wants to go home or wants her rug? Is uh, Donnie the Tin Man who needs a heart? He had a heart attack. Uh, is Maud the Scarecrow who needs a brain? That's where it kind of fell apart right there. Yeah. I'm starting to make connections here and there. I'm like, oh, that would be cool, and then I couldn't do it. So. <laughs> I, that's just the, an, an iota of what I was trying to do with this movie, and I couldn't make anything work. Yeah. So I, I had a lot of fucking problems. Wow. You were trying to make something. Happen. So. All right. I'm going to start this off. Okay. In, in Rob Nash fashion. Okay. You ready, Rob? I don't know what that means. Because the. First time I think you were on with us, you introduced the idea of the full cast swap from another. Oh, I, yes, wow. I do. This is a theory of mine. So I'm going to do this with the top four. I only have one person for each of them, so I'm just going to go through my four, uh, and then that's it. Um, the dude, Walter, Donnie, and Maude. Yes. I did a cast swap out. Okay. Oh, my goodness. With Superbad. So I put oh, oh, oh. I put Jonah Hill as the dude, or it could be Seth Rogen. They could almost yeah. flip a coin either one. I put the other one, say let's say Seth Rogen, as Walter. I put Michael Sarah as Donnie, and I put Emma Stone as Maud. Yeah. I think that's 
pretty close. That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know which one is I, the dude yeah. and Walter, but uh, I, fight over. Yeah, it. but you're picking you're picking between Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen, so you're kind yeah. of yeah in a good spot. I think I did a different movie swap. That, oh my god, that's the best I could possibly do. I, I couldn't come up with anything, so that's all I got. Yeah. You did a movie swap. I do you want to do your swap. four, or do you want to? Well, do I do it in order. Um. I'll do it. I'll <laughs> do you want to introduce your swap or do you want to go? I'll introduce. The, uh, I'll introduce t- 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 today. Hmm? I'll introduce the swap. Swap it up. All right. So the cast swap I did is with the movie. This is the end. No, oh, it's. <laughs> Almost the same cast. Almost. <laughs> except, except, so I've picked, um, I'm going to le- let him uh, have a comeback, and that is James Franco as the dude. Oh. I've yeah. got Danny McBride as Walter. Oh, that's good. I've got oh. Jay Baruchel, um as Donnie. As Donnie. <laughs> and then I've got, um, I, I didn't write down her name, but um, Hermione. Granger as Emma, Emma Watson. Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. Yeah. 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 That works too. That works too. That I like Danny McBride. I like Danny McBride. <laughs> as Walter. Yeah. He's my, he's my oh, number one Walter. That's great. Yeah. See? Just as a side note on the end, or this is the end, um, do you know she had to like kind of complain to Seth Rogen because the improv dialogue between McBride and Chatham Tate are. Um, Chan Tatum was so out of line that she became uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, that I'm sure. Yeah, Emma Emma Watson was uncomfortable on that, the set of that movie. I'm yeah, yeah, shocked. baffled. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so I have no more for those top four. Okay. Uh, so now we're gonna do yeah. the normal style. Recast okay. Rate. All right. Uh, we're gonna start with Rob. Okay. And let's start with. Who do you have for the dude? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that have uh, dude aspects, but it is a huge thing to try and fill. Um, so, a band called Dude Aspects. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought there were a couple of people who are funny enough to maybe do it. Um, and I thought Josh uh, Duhamel was like an interesting if he could be nutty enough. But I then discarded him and I went with Matt Stone. Whoa. Wow, nice. Because I think he's just kind of that stonerish. That's um, good. Whew, I would never have pulled that name no. out. Uh, yeah. Uh, then Jason Siegel, I thought, could also. Oh, oh. that's kind of good. Okay. But as he, as Bridges went through the movie today, as I was watching it, he, a couple times nearer the end, I can't remember if it was the um, memorial service or uh, <laughs> even the law run-in, his hair was like, nicer you know like he did he like had a pin in it or something yeah. uh i'm like that's eddie vetter today <laughs> he looks exactly like eddie <laughs> vetter today. so i would cast oh. eddie vetter. oh my god <laughs> all right oh my gosh, i was uh, not expecting that no uh wow well done okay uh patrick do you have to follow that i, I don't know how i'm gonna follow <laughs> those were so <laughs> Such deep cuts and so specific and like weirdly perfect. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to look like amateur night at the Apollo here. Um, 
God, I really love those picks. So I'll just go, I re- I'll say, I really love those picks and they're better than what I'm about to say. And then I'm off the hook. Um, I like maybe McConaughey. Oh, I have do. him on my list. Yep. Yeah. We could, we could do it. Yeah. Just kind of no brainer. Um, and this is it, it, after what you just said, I'm going to look so commercial saying these, uh, <laughs> McConaughey, a Snoop dog. And then I, I have Brad Pitt who I don't think would need to act too much. Neither would McConaughey. Yeah, that, that would be good. Oh, damn it. Oh, that's if weird. Snoop did it though. Would it be a uh, gin and juice, right? Like the drink would, couldn't be a yeah. white rush. Oh my gosh. Holy shit, Rob. That's good. Oh, that's good, Patrick. I, uh, wow. I did not, I could not have come up with any of those guys. Yeah. I was drawing blanks. Uh, okay, Al. Um, uh, so I had Matthew McConaughey also. Yeah. I've also got John Hader, um, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as one. And, <clears throat> I've got this person in two places. I really think if he doesn't get the lead as the dude, he's there is a very obvious place where he goes, and yeah. that is Jason Manzukas. Oh yeah, <laughs> as the dude. I would definitely or go somewhere else. He also goes somewhere else. So that is like the yeah. only name um, I've got mm-hmm. for that one. Mm-hmm. But I also do like him as the dude. All right, uh, Patrick, give us your Walter. You know, I, first of all, let me say again, whoever said Danny McBride is Walter. Like, yeah, yeah, I will, like I will defer to that. Um, and anything I offer is consolation, but I weirdly have, this is weird. Um, I've Lee Shriver. Oh, that's, Oh, <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> and then I have David Batista. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a much different Walter. <laughs> oh, that was humorous. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, Rob, give us a Walter. Oh, uh, there's there's a whole category of actor that you just would cycle through this, like you know, sort of husky, angry person, right? <laughs> um, so I'm gonna rip through them quick because I couldn't couldn't narrow it. Kevin James. No, I mean yeah. no. Yes, but uh, he, he can get up there in anger. I know, but I feel like if a really intense Zach Galifianakis got going, Ridges. he could. Yeah, he could, I thought about Ga- Galifianakis. Sure, Jack Black is also a candidate. Yeah, but I don't know. and then I want to see just an insane Wayne Knight from Seinfeld. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's good. So is, is this where I throw in my curveball of Tilda Swinton? Oh, my God. No. No. All right. Nope. <laughs> I, I don't have her anymore. No. Uh, okay, Al, give us a Walter. All right. So, of course, Danny McBride is my, he yeah. was my number one for sure. But I also got Craig Robinson. Oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah. he's a bit too old, but I think could actually nail the comedy of this. And that is Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's actually interesting. He's in that uh, movie, The Other Guys, yes, or whatever. Yes, with uh, yes, uh, yeah. What's his face? Yeah. yeah, he can do the anger, yeah. but he's also got like a actually got some comedic talent. Yeah, he'd be good in the movie. Yes, yeah. 
That's good. Um, I got a big budget. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, give us your Donnie. Um, I'll do one throwaway and then one who I think would do it really well. Um, I thought about Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I, I thought about him. <laughs> and, and, and because, you know, Brendan, I was actually throughout all these picks, I was pretty strictly adhering to the age of the actor when the movie was filmed. Yeah. So I, I was, I was searching in those parameters. Um, and a current day picture of Macaulay Culkin kind of, yeah. you know, makes you think, Oh yeah, that, that face could get yelled at a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, let me just say that Macaulay Culkin comes up on this podcast more often than he should, considering he hasn't acted he in 20 years. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but great. Okay. I think it's been more recent, but um, I really thought uh, Ben Schwartz from, oh. uh, from where? Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kill it. That's good. Uh, Patrick, give us a Donnie. Donnie, I have, okay. I have, sorry, I apologize in advance. Um, 1990s Urkel. <laughs> Are you taking him from the 90s? Uh, because because I've seen him play basketball like 15 years ago, yeah. and he's a stud. Yeah. He's like so good. And I'm like, all right, this isn't dorky. Oh, my Urkel. God. This is a stud, like point guard, yeah. tall lead, like we'll go to the hole, <laughs> we'll dish, we'll sh- and I'm like, all right, this is not, this is not a nerdy Urkel. Um, vaguely recall, like his arms were way more defined towards the end of the show than they should have been for that character. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a young adult fiction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then a weird Donnie. This is going to be random, but kind of relevant, especially to the Chicago uh, <laughs> recipients. Um, John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's pretty funny. But <laughs> you can hear him piping up from the background all the time. That's actually pretty funny. I am the walrus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, again, the intention that the Color Brothers brought to it, because it – it's such a minor part and he does so much with it. Like it's hard to replace him as an actor too. It's like, he's so good at it just because his face is just so punchable, you know? It's so great. <laughs> it, it's so, and, and it's like less is more. And like, you know, say what you will about Adam Sandler comedies, but they have Totoro and Buscemi in. Yeah, so right. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. right. Right. That's good. Al. All right, so I already gave my number one. Yeah. Um, I also have uh, Christopher Mintz Plasse, yeah, who is McLovin yeah. from Superbad. Um, and then I also kind of like the idea of Aziz Ansari being kind of like piping up yeah. from the background, asking oh, all the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aziz. Short guy. Uh, I like it. Uh, Patrick, give us your mod, mod Lebowski. Uh, you know, it's funny. You, you guys went right when you said that you went for that, uh, cast swap early. I had, uh, I had Emma Stone in there weirdly, yeah. but I also, because of, she was in a music video for some, uh, award show. I don't know if it was the Grammys or whatever. And just kind of the crazy zaniness. Apollonia. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have Christian Wig. Yeah, oh. I. Oh, yeah, that's good about that. For that, yep. 
That's good. Kristen Wiig. Uh, Rob, do you have a mod? Um, I have two that I feel good about and a third that I will mention. Um, I thought Anne Hathaway could do it, but I just think that's mm-hmm. because she could. Um, I think Mila Kunis could do it and be funny. Mm-hmm. But I think the person that would capture the weirdness um, that Julianne Moore had would be Alison Brie. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Brie. All right. Uh, Al, give us some more. All right. So <clears throat> <laughs> I got Lady Gaga. Oh, fuck. That's a good one. <laughs> that's not, yeah, that is good, actually. That's really good. Was she doing that in the movie? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's very out of sequence, but. Um, Greta Lee, um, who uh-huh. is in um, Asian Woman. She was in the movie Sister. She's been in, like, I think she's a a comedian, Mm -hmm. uh, comedic actor of some sort, but she plays like a really good, serious person. Yeah, you can, it's Um, a fine line to walk, yeah. Yeah, Um, but I think my, uh, although I do really like Lady Gaga, I think my number one is Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, I like that. Where's she? Because Maude's really the straight person in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Except for like. Except for the laughing Coitus. Yeah. No, when they're laughing on the phone. Well, yeah. Oh, the the phone laughing is <laughs> that was I I was trying to research this and watch at the same time because and that when that laughing came on, I like rewound it like three times. It's, <laughs> it's maniacal. It's, it is. I, I mean, I can almost hear him saying, "No, if if we just keep going another thirty seconds, yeah, it'll be yeah, really yeah. funny." <laughs> like, Keep going. The look on Lebowski's face. Oh, it's so good. It's Knox Harrington, the video yeah. artist. <laughs> what? Uh, and her really bad accented uh, Spanish. Yeah. So good. Okay, now we get into the uh, three supporting characters, Brant, uh, the big Lebowski, and Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Brant, and, yeah, Brant in particular. I could have gone on of 10 people deep on this, but I'll keep it to three. Uh, so this is where I did a gender swap with Brandt. Okay. Uh, my number three is Aubrey Plaza. Okay. Oh, that's great. I think, I think that, oh, that's great. You got to kind of be a standoffish sort of a, a stodgy. Yep. But also funny. Mm-hmm. Um, my number but cringe two, and keep going. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. My number two is Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, yeah. I like, I like the Britishness in her. And my number one, because I think she plays this type of character all the time perfectly, uh, is Kate McKinnon. I want her as my brand. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blind. And she's blonde, so there's that too. She can do so many things. Yeah, that one. she's great. Uh... Rob, give me a brand. Oh, uh, one bit of trivia that I don't think we covered. Um, I think David Cross auditioned for this. Oh. And Uh-oh. didn't get it, obviously. 
And he said, I saw a quote somewhere where he was like, and then I saw what Philip Seymour Hoffman did and I understand, you know, why they went with him. Yeah. But David Cross would have been awesome. Would have been awesome too. Totally. Yeah. So I don't count that as a, as a guess or a a vote here, but um, I thought Daniel Glover could do it um, in in a weird way where he's, um, you know, not as intense. Uh, I actually think Daniel Radcliffe is funnier than people think. And I think he could kind of be like, do that really, that cringe. Um, I mean, the cringe yeah. when when Bunny solicits, you know, the prostitution job. Man can't watch, has to pay $100. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the cringe that he offers is uh, top 10 cringe of all time. It's so funny. It's that- so funny. Uh, smiling and laughing through his teeth. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, the last one on the on the gender reversal. I thought Zoe Deschanel could be that kind of like. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move along. Uh, Patrick, give us a brand. Uh, I have. It's funny you said his name earlier. I have Zach Galifianakis. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, and I also have Tim Dillon. I don't know if you guys know who Tim Dillon is. Mm, no. Who's okay, that? then let's who stick with Zach for now. But Tim Dillon is a stand-up comic. He is a uh, very funny, Sounds- chubby, uh, zany, uh, Chris Farley-esque. Oh, I looked but, it up. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. Anyway. Uh, oh, I think I, I've seen him somewhere before. Yeah. That's good. Uh <laughs> I'll give us a brand. We, we still have so I, many characters. Yeah, <laughs> I only have one name, so and it's a throwaway only because they kind of look alike. Oh, okay. And that is Who looks um, like Seymour Hoffman? Jesse Plemons. He was in Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. That's yeah, good that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're the same person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Friday Night Lights. He was Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the big Lebowski. I have, mm, I have three or four. I'm gonna just do three. Yeah, just do three, man. I'm gonna cross off my third and save them for later. Uh, my third is Vincent D'Onofrio for the big Lebowski. Oh, uh, I don't know about you that. Say one. That every time. Yeah. Uh, Paul Giamatti, who I mm-hmm. love to put in anything. Yeah. And my number one is Clancy Brown for the big Lebowski. Brown. Uh, the guard in Shawshank. Oh. <laughs> He's older now. Yeah. And, you know, different guy. But The U.S. attorney on billions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Patrick, give us a... Attorney General. This is Jeffrey, right? Yeah. I, I weirdly have Jason Alexander. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's actually... I think that's I like that. That's, that's a great one. Yeah. And I have Brian Cranston. I thought about him too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, because I loved, you know, the original. I thought Larry Miller, kind of a the yeah. you know comedic actor, comic actor, um, kind of appropriated. He could do it. So you're casting <laughs> from the grave. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I thought I. Because maybe I've seen too many um, Lonely Islands uh, videos lately, but Michael Bolton could be. <laughs> Jeff wow, that's a left turn. I didn't see that one. Coming. I was not expecting. Yeah, 
uh, Al? It was a Jeffrey. Um, only because we, he was in a movie that we saw last night. Um, Stephen McKinley Henderson. He was <laughs> one of the two guys with the black stripe yeah. on his. Oh, the, the heavier set guy. guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, him. <laughs> um, so, I'm so, so random. Specific. I know. I know. We saw Dune last night. This guy's in Dune. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Michael Stuhlbarge. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the one, though, I love <laughs> is Stephen Root. Oh. Oh, Michael great. Space, yeah. Stephen yeah. Root. And uh, uh, Barry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a good one. Okay. Jesus. I already gave mine. Yeah. I fuck with the Jesus. I have three. Whoa. Uh, one, I said Riz Ahmed mm. from uh, Rogue One, from that drummer movie that's on Netflix. Sound of Metal. Yeah. Um, although I was hesitant in casting him because he's, should, should Jesus be like Mexican or of Latin descent probably? So maybe uh, <laughs> picking someone from <clears throat> India or wherever, uh, mm-hmm. that part of the world, Pakistan, maybe not the best idea. So I went with Michael Pena. Mm-hmm. Michael Pena as a different kind of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But the winner and the guy in the clubhouse, and I, I don't think there is a second place to this one, is Sasha Baron Cohen. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, of yeah. course. So... That's a that's a bold claim, but it's even bolder to maybe challenge that claim because oh. I think that's awesome. He is awesome, but I had a couple of people blah blah blah. I thought Jason Schwartzman could be, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he might be able to stand up at least toe to toe to see who who, oh who wins. Oh my god! Well, Jason Schwartzman would have to be on a ladder uh, to beat the <laughs> <laughs> I kind of. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of a short guy doing. Oh, it's, it yeah. adds a little element. Yeah, to it. it's great. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that they're both. Those are both awesome. Yeah, uh, Patrick, Jesus. Yes, for Jesus, I have. Um, <laughs> I, I do you know the commercials, the beer commercials with Snoop Dogg and the guy who says La Playa. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a hip hop. He's a hip hop artist. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I have. <laughs> I don't know his name. Is it? He says the beach. Yeah, he says. <laughs> okay. My guy is the guy who says the beach. <laughs> so it's him, or or I have Adam Driver. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is an intimidating Jesus. I think that Adam Driver in that one piece jumpsuit is uh that's a whole lot of man there. <laughs> Good Lord. That's Off the hilarious. Rails. That is hilarious. All right, now we go to the bonus round. <clears throat> uh players include Bunny, the stranger. Uh, Carl Hungus and the other two nihilists. Oh. Um, and if you have anybody else, throw it out there. Uh, well, uh, Brendan, I would like to offer, I think, uh, that we all vote for a statement of principle that says there is no better actor than Sam Elliott for The Stranger. Right. Yes. We, we are just suggesting it, right? that He's... might approach it. Yeah. Tonight, cool. Because that is the most perfect casting of, you know, 
of, of any character. Well, because <laughs> Sam Elliott has been 58 years old for 33 years. <laughs> so I know. I saw Roadhouse today right before I saw this. I'm like, same guy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He was the same age when he was 27 as 57. <laughs> yeah. He's the same guy. Yeah. Uh, so I only cast the Nihilists. That's all okay. I got. Uh, for Carl Hungus, a.k.a. Uli Konkel, uh, Tom Hardy. I want oh. <laughs> Tom Hardy. And then we've talked about this before, the other two nihilists, the tall guy, Stephen Merchant. Of course. Of course. Of course, that's Stephen Merchant. Stephen I thought Merchant. about that last night as we were watching. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Stephen Merchant. And then yeah. because Flea played the other yeah. nihilist, I went with Dave Grohl. It had to be somebody. I say Flea just gets it again if it's three minutes. I know, but I'm oh, I'm gonna update God. it for the for the kids these days. Oh, yeah, God. okay. Thirty five year olds. That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I'm going Dave Grohl, Stephen Merchant, Tom Hardy. Oh my God! And that's all I have for the bonus round. Yeah. Anybody have anything else worth mentioning? I thought the the uh, my only criteria for a bunny was pretty limited, so that produced Kendall Jenner. um and then for carl um because i think he actually as awesome as he was he could have even been bigger i think uh ryan goslin could be uh, a carl oh Oh, yeah yeah. that's pretty funny yep okay i have uh i have rain wilson as a nihilist that's that's a good one that's good rain and I have Billy Bob Thornton as a, as the stranger, but you can't replace oh. obviously. But like, Billy Bob might uh, be a yeah, Fargo universe, the uh, Cohen Brothers mm-hmm. universe. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah, I tried to find a place for Jeff Goldblum in this movie, but it didn't work. No, no, no. Okay, now we get to the crazy part: uh, memorable, memorable scenes and quotable lines. The whole thing is no, crazy. I don't either. I mean, yeah, I mean it's, the quoting is almost ridiculous at this point. <laughs> anything with the Jesus. Oh. Anything with the Jesus. I'll run through a few real quick, and just we can just randomly yeah. toss them out. But before before we get off that, Allison, did you see a couple of times how dogged Torturo has been over the years to try and expand this oh, character? Yeah. Oh, like he keeps pushing the Coen Brothers to endorse these other pieces. He, we definitely he, saw the, the the Jesus sequel to this movie. The, the, the Jesus, yeah. It's it's a horrendous piece of uh, offensive <laughs> filmmaking. I mean, I can watch really bad movies. I've, I I feel like that's almost a skill that I we, have. I can make through make it through almost anything. We turned it off. I, at, it was like twenty three minutes in. It was. So rough. Yeah, like this is a mess. Unwatchable. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 terrible. So yeah, it was pretty rough. Let's just let the Jesus live in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let it go. Uh the dude abides. Yeah, well. The dude abides. Yes. Uh that rug really tied the room together. Yes. Um, I am the walrus. It's like Lennon said. You look for the person who will benefit, and uh, uh, you know. Uh, I am the walrus. You know you'll. Uh, uh, well, you know what I'm trying to say. I am the walrus. That's uh, fucking bitch. Oh yeah. I am the walrus. That's ex- shut the fuck up, Donnie. The I Lenin, Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. Yes. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> so great. Uh, hey, this is a private residence, man. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Hey, hey, this is a private residence, man. We believe in nothing. 
Um, Smokey, this is not Vietnam. This is bowling. There are rules. <laughs> Smokey, this is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. So, by the way, Smokey's voicemail uh, message or uh, <laughs> yeah. answering yeah. machine message, yeah. it is yeah. heartfelt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It is, it is gut-wrenching. Smokey is earnest <laughs> in this movie. That is the best word. He was earnest, uh, for sure. Say what you want this about the- Vietnam. There are rules. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's so great. Um, say what you want about the tenets of national so- socialism. At least it's an ethos. I mean, say what you want about the tenets of national socialism, dude. At least it's an ethos. Yep, that's a great one. Uh, I loved repeated references to little urban achievers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so condescending and terrible, but that I loved it, though. It was such a I, mean, I think it was mentioned three or four times. Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, the Y, uh, YMCA of Metro Chicago has like a urban achievers program. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I, I mean, anytime Jill would bring it up, I'm like the little Lebowski urban achievers. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? You got to do that. Uh, the whole Larry Sellers scene. Is this your uh, homework? Yeah. Is this your homework? Uh, <laughs> You know, iron lung just pumping in the background. (laughs) You know, I've seen as maybe maybe many of us have seen unedited version of that where he's like, "This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like that's the wording. You find a stranger in the Alps. I mean, that is just as funny as the original. Uh, Uh, When the housekeeper says he has health problems yeah. when they're staring at a guy who's in an iron lung. That's really funny. It's so good. I mean, you can hear the... <laughs> Does he still write? Oh, no, he has health problems. Oh, really? The guy who's yeah. medically sealed in this big machinery? With a huge pump yeah. right underneath going up and down. I love like it. Like steep works. He's got an 11-year-old son who's just over it. <laughs> right. Oh, it's so good. I like Walter's... <laughs> your homework. As much as it's amusing when Walter gets all wound up, I also like his throwaway lines. Like, I'm, I'm going to finish this coffee. Calm oh, sorry. Finish the coffee. I'm yeah. calm I'm going to finish this coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, subdued Walter. He, he goes... Obviously, he goes from zero to 60 in point yeah. zero seconds, yeah. Yeah. but he goes from 60 to zero in nothing flat yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Eight-year-olds, too. But one thing I want to say about Walter and his, I oh, guess it was go. all. Yeah. No, all. Well, no, no, no. That I have to talk about, too. But in his interactions where he, uh, with, with the dude, um, there's a couple. The hurt that he shows on his face when the dude says you're not even Jewish. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> gut wrenching. I mean, it's like so honest. Like he's like not a, a gas doesn't even capture it. He's just, like, How dare you? Okay. you know? Yeah. Um, that was very good. I thought there was this, a, you know, like a speech nature to Walter's eulogy of Donnie. Oh, <laughs> That was more, you know, you could tell it, it, he was intending to make it sound more rehearsed, right? Yeah. Like he had been thinking about it. And the fact that he premeditated the Vietnam yeah. uh, stories is the best. Oh. But <laughs> I so also funny. loved 
his like arm extended out yeah. from Pismo Beach to the, whatever. Korea, yeah, whatever. like whatever it was. <laughs> like it's like he's, yeah, he thought through it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he got a, he got a Toastmasters, and he's like, "I can do yep. this." And we're, we commit your uh, your <laughs> final human remains to the bosom of the Pacific Ocean. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that you so loved. so much better in death than he ever treated Donnie. Oh, in yeah. life. It's oh so, absolutely! It's so well, great. Then uh, this I, is my third point. I was going to rise in the same scene. The dude sort of calls him out, right? Yeah, and. The, how emotionally contrite he gets, yeah. Walter gets in that scene where he, he apologizes. He says, such, I'm sorry, like five times to the dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's like apologizing for, real. for like not just what he did recently, but right. forever, right? Like sorry was, for yeah. all of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a touching scene. And I'm like, that's so funny that he flips it on and off like that. So those three I just kind of noted. Um, when what I, trivia though, Brendan? Yes, sir. That in that scene, I guess one version of a script had a had the dude revealing that Walter actually never served in Vietnam. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> As like the ultimate takedown, apparently. Stolen so. Valor. Stolen Valor. Oh my God. Yeah. That is insanity. Oh my God. That, 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 that kind of ruins the movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't go with it, so. I do like the little, uh, when the guys come in at the beginning and they, they, uh, push Lebowski's push the dude's head in, in the toilet, whatever. And they, the guy grabs the bowling ball and drops it. He's like, "What the hell is this?" He goes, "Obviously, you're not a golfer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. It's so obvious, but it's so great. The fuck is this? Obviously, you're not a golfer. Oh, you're Lebowski, Lebowski, like that yeah. line. Careful, man, there's a beverage here. Well, bitch, no hey, argument. Hey, hey, careful, man, there's a beverage here, huh? That's a good one. But there are a couple that are said in our house all the time. First of all, Liam and me. Liam and me, yeah. Yeah, because our, uh, Patrick, our son's <laughs> name is Liam. And so anytime we reference going anywhere or doing anything with our son, Brendan or I will start with, Liam and me, and then whatever else it... Because Jesus says, Liam and me, talking about yeah. uh, they're going to kick their ass right. in the bowling tournament yes. or whatever. <laughs> Dios mio, man. Liam and me, we're going to fuck you up. Fucking, fucking Jesus' so... partner's name is Liam, and the shirt he's wearing, the name says Seamus. Yeah. For yeah. some reason. Yeah. Which happened to be also our dog's name yeah. at one point. So that... Um, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. A lot of what have you. Yeah, like that line <laughs> is said anytime there's something complex happening or I, not so complex. I said that in a job interview. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> talked about this or that. I'm like, well, a lot of ins, a lot yeah. of outs, a lot of what have you. Yeah. Um, Brendan loves to throw down an am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I'm wrong. And um, also, calm down. You're being very undude. Yeah. You're being very undude. Very undude. I see that's my kid. Well, yeah, I know. We can't get, we can't forget the greatest of all, which is shut the fuck up, Donnie. Oh, shut the uh, fuck yeah. up, Donnie. And or you're out of your uh, element. You're out, you're out of your element. element. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but I loved when, <laughs> I forgot the whole Malibu sheriff scene. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> that guy's What's, good too. Yeah. He's really good. And when he's having the argument, it's just the dude's like, I was just somebody the square community wouldn't give a shit about. And I'm like, square community. That is such an awesome dude phrase. Square community. Fucking <laughs> Jackie Treehorn draws a lot of water. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't draw shit. It was such a great scene. I don't like your jerk off. A lot of water. Yeah. I don't like your jerk off <laughs> name. Stay out of my beach community. Yeah. And, and I love that he he throws the coffee mug at his head oh. and then puts the cowboy hat on yeah. as he walks over. Yeah. <laughs> It's oh so good. He's sneaky. <laughs> yeah. It never, never has the word speech community been uttered with such malintent. I like in the <laughs> beginning uh, when uh, the dude meets um, Bunny and they're talking about whatever, and, uh, you know, I'll suck your cock for a hundred for a thousand dollars. thousand dollars. And uh, he looks over to the pool and like, oh, wouldn't he mind? And she goes, oh, that's Uli. He's a nihilist. And then the dude goes, oh, really? Must be exhausting. Yeah. He's fucking passed out. <laughs> that's a sneaky one, too. I like that one. Oh, it's so good. Must be exhausting. Uh, nobody fucks with the Jesus, of course. Yeah. Is, um, yeah. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. But I just love throughout the movie, the dude repeating whatever he hears right. you know from yes. earlier in the movie but the one that gets me every time is when the dude says you mean coitus do you like sex mr lebowski sex the physical act of love coitus do you like it i was talking about my rug you're not interested in sex you mean coitus the, the exchange between he and Maud is so exhausting. He <laughs> he picks he like repeats her to her like three or four different times. So... You mean beaver? You mean yeah. the beaver picture? Yeah. You mean vagina? Yeah, vagina. Yeah. Coitus. Uh, it's it's so exhausting and so infuriating. But by the time we get he gets to you mean coitus, like that's when like I just burst every time. Yeah. The <laughs> All the white Russians he's drank, and he still can't keep it out of his mustache. Like, yeah. there a moment. <laughs> Him sucking it out of the mustache bothers me to no end. Ugh. <laughs> it's like a squeegee, yeah. basically. You have to, you know, squeegee it out. Um, I do love the landlord asking for the dude to come um, and... Uh, I had, I had the landlord. Giving him... Can you come and give me notes? Like, What? Dude, it's the fifteenth tomorrow. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Yeah, the like, one-man show oh, with him behind the fucking. Oh my um, god! Yeah, it's so ludicrous. It's so yeah. And they dressed up for it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Donnie, like really trying to understand what's happening. Right. Like he's earnestly like watching. <laughs> right. the- it was such a great thing. The whole, I'm like, first of all, on the rent collection scene, I'm like, they're really investing a lot in this one guy. Yeah, I know. And then when he comes back, you're like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> there are these movies wherever, like, you li- before you live in that city, yeah. you see the movie, you love it, whether it's a Swingers or, uh, you know, uh, like this one or uh, The Fugitive. And you're like, oh, that's, or, or Paris Bueller's or whatever. And then you move to that city and live there for a long time. And you're like, oh my God, this really resonates now. Yeah, like, yeah. 
the valley, the in and out burger, all that stuff. And then you get mad that the geography is wrong. Like they can't get from yeah. Wrigley Field to Shea Paul and back in three minutes. Right. They can't go to a Cubs game and then do all this other stuff in one day. Like there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, what would you want to see in a sequel? Nothing. I don't want to see. No, no, no. Oh, well, the one thing you'd have to say is, you know, the stranger referenced the fact that he knew for certain there was a little Lebowski on the way. I want to see a spinoff and figure out who this goddamn stranger is. Do we think the stranger just is a figment of the dude's imagination? Is it in his head? Is that a real guy? No, he told he told the story. I know. I'm just saying. But was he also in the bar ordering a sarsaparilla? Your finest sarsaparilla. <laughs> they were in the contender together with Joan Allen, was it? Where she was a, a candidate. I think it was in the mid or late nineties. Yeah. A movie called The Contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds familiar. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going back to the memorable scenes, yeah. but. It makes me giggle every time when they're at Jackie Treehorn's house and he's answers the phone and the the, the drawing that the dude dis- yeah. <laughs> discovers. He's not he's so, not taking notes. He's, he's just not drawing taking a notes. He's, <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> he does the pencil. Look on the dude's face yeah. is so like he's trying to figure it out. And he's like, oh man, and he <laughs> runs back over so quick back onto the couch. It's great. There is a quote from The Stranger. Uh, sometime there's, it's at the beginning. Sometime there's a man. Well, he's just the man. He's the man for this time and place. Mm-hmm. And they, sometimes there's a man. Sometimes there's a man. He trails off into the movie. Uh, Sam Elliott, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be recast. That voice is insane. It's insanely good. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's been waiting for it. The How Much Are They Worth game. Oh, no. And now, let's play the How Much Are They Worth game. Fire up the old celebritynetworth.com. A legendary bastion of accuracy. Yes. And deeply researched (laughs) information. It is the Bible. We all know it. It has all the information. Okay, we're going to start with John Turturro. Who are we doing? We're doing Turturro, we're doing Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi, John Goodman, and Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Turturro. Five of them, okay. Yeah. Okay, Turturro's been in a lot of stuff. But he's hardly the lead. He's always the, the supporting actor, right? He's got Transformers money. <laughs> he's got that Jesus sequel money. What a fucking nightmare that was. Uh, Do the right the thing. The Spike Lee joints. Rounder. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's been a consistently working actor for 20 plus years, right? I mean, yeah. Hmm. In big time movies too, like he does. I mean, he did, I don't even know about the uh, art efforts in between, but just consistent wide release movies. He's in Desperately Seeking Susan. Oh my god! Oh wow! That's kind of insane. 
Who was he in that? He plays Ray. He played Madonna. <laughs> That was 1985. Jesus. That felt like 81, but wow, 85, huh? Yeah. The Sicilian Five Corners and Men of Respect, 87 to 91, and Brain Donors in 92. Great movie. Great film. <laughs> really? Yeah, really funny. Just the zaniness of a Marx Brothers movie. <laughs> and right. just out there i mean no through line just complete nonsense <laughs> hilarious barton fink yeah a lot of cohen movies Quiz show. all right let's get let's get let's yeah. get to it here um rob give us a number uh 18 million 18 oh. it's i went way high i said 33 i think you're closer actually now than i hear it said 23 23. Patrick. I have just 20. Sorry. <laughs> Stop apologizing, damn it. Well, I don't want to insult anybody. <laughs> as long as you wrote it down and that's your right answer and you're not just screwing us at the last minute, Remember, right. we will forgive you. This, is, this isn't what you think John Turturro's worth as a person. This is what you think. Oh, that's how I play. Celebritynetworth.com <laughs> thinks that he has in the bank. Uh, John Turturro has a net worth of $14 million. He wins it. Damn goddamn. Son of a bitch. Oh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Mm. There's the, what is she and what should she be? She's got the Academy Award winner. 30 Rock. She's got, uh, that... Silence of the Lambs sequel. Oh. Julianne Moore. A bunch of movies. Buggy Nights. Yeah. And oh, right. Hannibal. And Hannibal, that's the one I was thinking of. I mean, a ton of stuff lately, too. Oh, man. He's got something uh, in pre-production that is called Mother Trucker, which... <laughs> That sounds great just by the title. Let's, let's go. Yeah. Oh, you're oh you're being serious. Oh, Mother Trucker. She does. Holy goodness. Um, all right, I'm gonna give her a number. All right. Um, Patrick, give us a number. Okay, for Juliana, I have eleven million. That's a good number. I said nineteen. Al? I said 25. Hmm. I said 21. Okay. Julianne Moore. Wow. Wow. Julianne Moore is an American, American British actress. Oh. Um, what? I don't know. Does she have British parents or something? I don't know. Uh, it was a net worth of 55 million. Thank God. She Nice. Nice. Remember. Did I get that? Strong investments. Allison gets it there. by being off by more than half. Yeah. That's awesome. That makes me feel better. Yeah. That makes, I that under, makes sense. I undercut it on purpose just because she's a woman. <laughs> I just put her in the same league as uh, Tutura with the, the money. Mm-hmm. I was just getting, Yeah, I would yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually... 
torqued it up a little bit, I kind of thought the same thing. Like if Totoro's there, I'll go a little higher. But Steve, Bruschetta. Uh, yeah, Bruschetta. Talk about a constantly working actor. Yeah, but probably never for more than four days of shooting. <laughs> There, he's amazing. He, I think, was a firefighter before. Yeah. yeah. And on 9 11, did like a bunch of like went to the site and helped like firefighters yeah. and help remove layers of, you know, rubble. Well, I mean, he's in my favorite show of all time, Boardwalk Empire. So that yeah. gives him extra points. So that's good. Mm. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. Mr. Pink. That's right. He's just trying to deal with a motherfucking situation. So do we think <laughs> Adam Sandler tip. paid him well to be in all those movies? No. Yes. I think he's legendary for treating his friends well, right? I don't know if it comes across financially or if it's just I'm putting you in a movie. Yeah. But I think financially, I think they've got so much money that it doesn't even matter mm-hmm. if they lose money on a film. It's a joke. and Yeah. Yeah. And he's happy for the exposure. Him and Turturro are like, good payday. It's fun. It's easy. Yeah. So he probably also got decent money for like Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Oh, um, I think they made tons of money. Airheads. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hotel Transfer. Okay, so he's got some other voice work too. He's got the voiceover work. I feel like he's got a diversified set of income streams. I mean, all those episodes of Portlandia, I mean, that's got to be <laughs> in the billions. Well, I don't know what the re- residuals are, though, for, like... I'm kidding. Boardwalk. No, I mean, like, seriously, no, he's been... Sopranos for a run, too, and... Yeah, he's just been a constantly working guy. I think is it's a wide range what we're going to have here. It could be way high or way low. Well, not that low, but... Um, okay. Uh, yeah, too I'll high. Do, let me write my down here first. Uh, write it down. Okay. Um, Al, give us a number. Sixty million. Mm. Sixty. Rob, give us a number. Thirty-eight million. Hmm. Patrick. Oh Jesus, you guys! I have twenty-five million, uh, and now I feel sad. Uh, don't feel sad because I'm going to throw down a seventy-four million. <gasps> oh Jesus! <I> know. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, all right. Uh, Steve Buscemi is an American actor, writer, director, producer, and former firefighter. They wrote down firefighter, who has a net worth of 35 million. Mm -hmm. Bobby gets it. I feel like he would have donated. I could see him donating a lot of money, like to 9 11 and firefighters, too. Okay, John Goodman. All right, this is going to be... This is very hard to guess. Now, Rob, is this where you want to do your John Goodman hunk? Well, I mean, (laughs) I would just say, shout out to Brennan, actually, before I watched the movie uh, for this last time, and then I watched it today, and the the tone of my note is just basically reinforced, just that basically Walter is the greatest insult, yet I love you character. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Of in a, in a in a comedic movie at least of all time because he is so dismissive of anyone that doesn't agree with him. Yeah. 
usually Donnie, but sometimes the dude that he just can't hide his disgust. But when when he folds, he really folds hard. So I just think he's an icon. I love how much of a jerk he is. I thought you were saying that he was the last one of that kind. Like I don't think you could really write a character like him. Yeah. Even though he kind of avoids the at least the current landmine issues. Yeah. Um it, it, you could obviously it's he's aggressive, right? And he's <laughs> mean. So it, oh. it would be hard to, to kind of craft it, I think. The difference between it being league play, that we're in league now. <laughs> like this is league. Oh my god. Can't step over the line. Like um I'm I'm told I heard that it's based off John Milnius. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. Well, and I've seen the documentary about John Milnius on YouTube or somewhere, or it may have been Netflix or something. Um that he was he's absolutely John Goodman. Uh you know, carrying around a piece, waving it around, the flat top, the beard or goatee, uh the sort of law and the order. Chin strap. Yeah, the chin strap. Yeah, it's definitely him. It's great. I love it. Okay, John Goodman. He's got that Roseanne money. That's all I need to know. Yeah, he's got 384 titles on IMDb. Yeah, the Roseanne are acting. He was a drunk, though, so that may have affected things. Yeah, but he did. Pretty cost-effective drug, though. Yeah, but he may have, he may have, uh, I don't know, gambled it away here and there, given it away. I, I still think it's got to be. I wrote down a number that's kind of, I wrote down the wrong number is what I'm saying. <laughs> I have a problem. If I'm going to lose this game, I'm going to lose it big. So. All right. I've written mm. number. Okay. Um, based largely on the Roseanne situation, mm-hmm. I wrote down a hundred million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wrote down 120. Damn it. Whoa. Uh, Rob? I went 88. Patrick? God, I'm such a coward. Um, <laughs> first of all, have you seen the movie Gigantic with John Goodman and Ed Asner? It's really brilliant. I have not. No. Okay, if you get a chance. Gigantic. Okay. Um, I'm plugging other movies. I, uh, <laughs> I have 70 million, and I feel cowardly. Okay. I'm factoring in Monsters, Inc., and all the voice oh. work and video games oh. and stuff. Yeah. The Pixar. He could be over 100 just with a couple of these oh. things. Yeah. Uh, oh. Don't lecture me. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, John Goodman is an American actor of theater, film, and television with a net worth of, uh, I'm shocked by this number, $45 million. <gasps> uh, Stop it. Has he... Has he been divorced? There have been some <laughs> ugly divorces. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Patrick gets that wow. one. I can't believe it. And I was way over. Yeah. Again, this is based on this website, so who knows? But wow. that seems... That, that's a crazy number. I don't like He's that. in league with Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. That can't be right. That feels... That's a lot of partying or, a lot, like you said, a lot of divorces. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that know. doesn't... That doesn't feel right. Or he's got a very bad manager. Or he was like, I don't know, paid in pesos or something. Um, 
Jeff the Dude Bridges. Tron. Yeah, he's definitely got that Tron money. <laughs> Tron money. <laughs> Tron money. He's got Iron Man. What was the thriller he did with Glenn Coase? Close, excuse me. The Morning After, was it? Tron 2. He was a doctor. He allegedly killed his family. The Fugitive? Oh. <laughs> I thought it was, was it not the morning after? Is that, no? is that the name of it? I have to Google it up here. I'm sorry. There's the, uh, the fabulous Baker boys. Remember that? That was a thing. I mean, right. like his dad, he's been a consistently working actor since I think he was, you know, 15. Yeah. Right. I mean, last picture show. I mean, Hunter and Lightfoot. True yeah. get, true grit. Uh, true get. Crazy heart. Crazy heart. Yeah. K-Packs. K-Packs. <laughs> Movie. Starman. Oh, my oh God. Starman. Starman's right. Fucking K-Pax. Oh, Arlington Road. White Squall. He was, remember when we were in college, he was in a movie where he played an Irish former IRA guy. That oh, that movie's ball. terrible. Boston so bad. Tommy Lee Jones. It's, What's it called? It's about the Boston Bomb Squad. Oh, God. Oh, it's terrorist. It's terrible. Okay. It's uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Jeff Bridges yeah. are doing a bad accent off. Like, there's, yes. Who can give the worst attempt at an Irish slash Boston? Blown away. Blown, Blown away. Oh, God. So he was. And he, the older Bridges is in it too, his dad. Yeah. yeah. Lloyd. He's got some Lloyd. MCU money. Doing um, Iron Man. And oh, that's right. Iron Man. Jagged Edge was the movie I was thinking of. Jagged Edge. Oh, just a clip from there. And then remember White Squall? That's <laughs> been in a lot of movies. What was he in with Raul Julia where he, it was, oh, Jane Fonda. I was thinking, you said Jag. I was thinking him and Bridget or uh, Jane Fonda and something where there's a morning after murder drunk the night before nobody knows what happened mm. now i've got to look it, it up sounds like your black party weekend that's right yeah the contender sea biscuit that's what it was oh uh, what was that uh rob what was that movie where he was uh the uh ceo or the founder of that car company tucker tucker Tucker. That's yes right. don't forget against all odds oh tasty uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. A long career. So there was a 1986 film called The Morning After with Jane Fonda. Right? Maybe I'm the only one that saw it in America. <laughs> <laughs> the John Goodman $45 million. I don't know how to square that with... John I feel like that's a injustice, inaccuracy. I feel like 145 is closer than 45. I know. Uh, okay, Jeff. You're a... You were at least a leading man at some point. Uh, I I don't know what to do with this. He never was like the biggest of the big, though, was he? Did when you so think would about he? It? Okay, no. could he? Would there be additional inheritance from Lloyd Bridges, <laughs> his father? He's got to split that with Bo. Maybe they have a family LLC. It'd really be impressive, actually. <laughs> All right, I have a number. Do you have one? Uh, I have a ridiculous, ridiculous number. Rob, give us your ridiculous number. One hundred and forty-seven million. One forty-seven. Oh my god! 
<laughs> All right, you win for a ridiculous number. Uh, Patrick. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say 125. I mean, I just think I think Bo Bridges has that money from Bloodline. He doesn't need anything <laughs> from Lloyd. Uh, Allison. I wrote 60. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I was influenced by the John Goodman number. I wrote down 81 million. Mm. Okay, Jeff Bridges. Oh, I was going to write this one down too. Didn't though. Uh, is an American actor, producer, and country musician. Mm. Mm, I think that's debatable. Uh, who has in n- Crazy Heart? Yeah. That's where that started. Sure. Or... He, he's, he was a singer on, in a movie, not in real life. Uh, is a net worth of 100 million. Wow, one million. So I was the closest. I was 19 away. Patrick was 25 away. So I get that one. Helen Highwater. Can you imagine? Oh, I appreciate the dude, but 100 million. So Patrick scored one. I scored one. Allison scored one. And Rob scored two. Mm-hmm. I believe that makes me the uh, champion. Thank you. Winner. Also known as winner. Second place is first last. You are the man with one eye who is the king of the blind at this point. Market eight. Market eight, dude. All right. Final thoughts. Uh, Big Lebowski holds. wasn't over the line. It's. I don't know how you can't love this movie. This and both of our kids who are teenagers have watched it and loved it. Yeah. So translates for the next generation or two. Yeah. So this is the fourth movie of my rotating six in my top five. Nice. Uh, so, wow. yeah, I know. That's, that's very complicated. <laughs> It's essentially in my top six. I'll just say that. Uh, top six movies of all time. And uh, it's really good. Yeah. It, it could be, it should be in anyone's top five, really. I mean, come on. It's, it's so quotable. It's so memorable. It's, we talked about it being virtually timeless. Yeah. It's great. Oh, the counterculture around at the festivals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There are bars like all over the world. Like I saw that there's one in Iceland, there's one in like uh, Scotland, like that are, is all about the movie it's got its own religion yeah i I, it is a great movie no matter what i do find it is best when you've had three beers (laughs) yeah well it's longer than you remember at least as long as yeah i did yeah this is when when John Goodman grabs the clipboard and pulls it towards him to look at the the urn pricing. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> Just because we're bereaved doesn't make us saps. But and that is apparently the only time he takes the glasses off the yeah, shooting glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta love it. We're bereaved. What's this? It is our most modestly priced urn. <laughs> He makes it say it three times. Is there are Ralphs around here. By the way, nobody commented on the 69 cent check that he wrote at the beginning of the oh, movie. Oh, come on. 
<laughs> I didn't realize. I mean, I know you probably thought too, now. but it was it was postdated too. Oh, <laughs> postdated oh, check for sixty nine cents. Yeah, where is this cubes money? I don't know. It was a, he did it a year. It was a year later. He backdated the check. <sighs> so when it you know it came due, he could deny it. Fucking Ralph's card. <laughs> All right. <laughs> One last thing that may seem small, but to me is a funny juxtaposition because it wasn't in any other part of the movie, is how sarcastic the impound officer got with oh. the dude. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we got him working in shifts. Yeah. He's like, we have four detectives. I think they got him working in shifts. <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny, but over the top. I'm like, really? No one can get that mad at the dude, right? But it was so funny. Uh, A guy who's trying to, you know, recover that that car. Oh, yeah, mad at him. Come on, give him a break. We <laughs> <laughs> got him working at shifts. I also like the perky Conan O'Brien cop that's in the apartment. I know. I know. Um, Guess we can case close on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, separate incidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all of it. I mean. It is so good, top to bottom. Yeah. It's it's great. It's great. All right, boys. The dude abides. Indeed. Thank you for your service tonight. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Uh, Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. So fun. All right, bye, guys. bye, guys.